when you are principled and you have a shred of testicular fortitude, a shred of it, you're not going to be moved at all. You can cry, you can whine, you can shame, you can do whatever you want to. At the end of the day, principled masculine force is not going Welcome to the Kingsplaining Podcast. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire, a.k.a. Florida. Right-wing extremist extraordinaire, supernaturalist by nature, and downright Christian bigots. I am the Philosopher King, the Ivory Tower, and I've got a perspective on things. As the late prophet... Notorious B.I.G. once said, armed and dangerous, ain't too many can bang with us. Straight up weed, no angel dust. Notorious, thugged A. Negroes that love the bust. Just kidding. I don't even know why I'm quoting that right now, but I heard the song when I was lifting today, and it got me jacked up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest moment of your life. I'm the people's champ, the people's choice. The man, the myth, the legend. Some may call me the Iron King. Some call me the Ebony Rampart, the one that breaks the hearts. But I am the strong one, and I have a perspective on things. Matty Matt, I don't think you're ready for today, bro. I just – I don't think that you're ready for what's about to happen today. You say that every week. That's true, and, and you bring it. You bring it every week. <laughs> but this is the weekly challenge. This is yep, what we do. Yep. It's been a couple weeks. It has been a couple weeks. We 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 filmed uh, filmed. We we put in the uh, we recorded there two episodes go. two weeks ago. Appreciate everybody that listened to all the audio version, and we encourage everybody that used to follow us on Twitch to please check us out on our sub Substack. That's uh, uh, Kingsplaining.substack.com. Now, the strong one is a notorious late adapter, okay? This is what the beautiful part of the show is. is it, is a, it is a contrast of styles, okay? Yes. It, it, I'm it really an early is, adopter. You, you, <laughs> listen, it, the moment it comes off the manufacturing floor, my man jumps on it, okay? Like a pig and slot, I, right? I bought the first <laughs> iPhone. I got it uh, two weeks after it launched, <laughs> and only because I didn't have the time to wait in line. Yeah. I am... Um, uh, it took dating my wife to get a cell phone <laughs> straight up, like not yeah. even kidding. I still remember my buddy, Aaron Weber. What year was that? Oh, geez. 2006, 2006 when we started dating, 2005, <laughs> take it back 2005. Um, because I was like, wait a minute, she needs to be looking old to me. And at the time. Like, and when I mean cell phone, I had a pay-as-you-go phone type thing. Mm. So, like, I would buy the minutes. So, when I talked to, like, me and, me and Charity started dating, like, uh, the summer of our – well, we started talking, as the kids say, <laughs> the summer of my junior year of college. I had one of those, like, minute phones. I didn't get an actual planned phone with, like, unlimited calling and so on and so forth until we started dating in the fall of my senior year of college. Because I was like, ah, oh, crap. Like, we, we talk more than <laughs> – the 15 minutes I keep on this phone. <laughs> so, 
I had to get a real phone. I had to grow up and be a big boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm a late adapter. So, and I remember my buddy Aaron Weber uh, told me uh, <laughs> she was like, "Ray, you got to try this Facebook thing." And, and the Facebook has been going on for like two years. And I was like, "What is that?" She <laughs> she forced me to get an account in the Library of College at college. She's like, "Just do it, okay? Mm-hmm. You can see what people are doing and connect and blah blah." I'm like, "Oh, fine." And yeah. now I'm a social media here's, here's what's hilarious. So. so you're a late adopter, hundred percent. But you jumped into social media, and you've, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 you've. Um, Listen, I don't know. It it, it 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 coincides with your personality. It does well because you're, you're, I'm an early adopter. I got on Facebook probably pretty early, and was like, "This is so stupid. <laughs> I, I'm not." I'm not doing this crap, <laughs> and I don't post anything. Yeah, that's true. I, here's the thing: it's like it, it. The analogy is this: it takes me a while to get in the pool. Okay, mm-hmm. like I won't even dip my toe. I'm like, it's cold. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. The moment I get in, I stay in all day. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- that's how I am with life. It once you know, it takes me a while to get going, but once I get going, I don't really stop. It's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a oh cool pool. I'm gonna jump in. Ah, Water's cold. Yeah. <laughs> and we put too much chlorine in it. This sucks. <laughs> I'm out. So with that being said, how long did it take you to get me to do Substack? Oh gosh, a year? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe between six months and a year, I'd say. Yeah. Now. I'm addicted? Yeah. You write you, way more than I do. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, I was so charity. I was like, I'm such a late adapter. I'm like, he's been grilling me about this Substack crap forever. And I'm like, whatever, stupid, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized, I was like, wait a minute. Like, all the independent journalists are all on this. Yes. Like, anybody that, like, dares, defies the mainstream is on it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what's this all about? Oh, it. Oh, it's easy to do. Oh, oh. And like literally I have my my third book I finally published. I, I have, haven't published this book, but I put it all on Substack. So yep. if you check out my Substack. I'm in between other articles that you've written. It's true, and I've written. I've got and I wrote I actually wrote an article recently, but like Yeah, I my well, I'd gotten out of the mindset of of feeling like I needed to mm-hmm. write something. Yep. Because there was just other things in for the podcast that needed to be done. Yep. And um but like now, you know, the Substack is hosting the podcast. Yes, it's which is free, which is a mate, which is just Love incredible. It. Yep. Um, and so, you know, everything is centered around the pot, uh, around uh, Substack. Substack. Substack now has a chat feature. Yep. For paid subscribers, so if you want to chat with us, join the Substack, and you can become a paid subscriber. Everything that we offer is free. Yep. But if you want that helps support us yep. and you get to you know, you get the chat function with us as well, which is pretty cool. I'm a substack how do I say this? Uh, garden tool now. I, I love it. So it's all yeah. uh, you know, it's yeah, uh, it's I think it's, it's pretty kinda, cool. It's, it's really cool. I've, I've appreciated it. Do it you have any uh, any other Substacks that you follow that you really like? No, I'm just just us, man. All I care about is us, bro. Okay. All I care about is us, dog. Right, right on. Kingsplaining, uh, uh, Kingsplaining, 
www.substack.com. That is correct. And then the strong one has an independent one, the strong one, strong one substack.com. So check us out all day long. But hey, it's been two weeks. I miss your face. I miss your musk. If I see you at church, so it's like yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen each other. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? But uh, there is, you know, I was a little nervous. You know, the beginning of the year, it's the Biden administration. It's the same, you know, it, his speech this week was hilarious. I, I don't know if you saw his uh, gaffe this week. You know what I mean? After he thanked Mitch McConnell for making the um, – uh, making what what's the only legislation he got passed? It was the um, – Whatever the thing that put us in war, um, supposed to be infrastructure bill. He's like, yeah, thank yeah. you, Mitch McConnell. Thank you so much, Mitch McConnell, for making this happen. You know, so just so, tons of love for Mitch McConnell because there's a big difference between Republicans and Democrats. Oh, yeah. uh, he said some weird phrase that didn't make any sense. So uh, that's uninteresting at this point. We all know that there's nothing there. Okay. Yep. Biden is super uninteresting. Um, we all know Ukraine is bullcrap. At this point, if you don't, although um, very interestingly, uh, Zelensky came to America, yeah. you know, um, begged for more money, um, and then, uh, but also met with uh, um, the CEO of um, a small corporation. You might have heard of it, maybe not. Yeah. Um, Loving the, 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 the background music. I know, I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to quiet her down right now. <laughs> um, uh, met with the CEO of a small corporation. You've probably heard of it. Uh, BlackRock. guy by the name of Larry Fink. Um, so that was cool. Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're planning the, 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 the rebuilding of Ukraine. Yeah. Ukraine. And then he's going to be the, uh, the, the lead speaker. At uh, the World Economic Forum. No way. The yeah. World Economic Forum? Yeah. Those guys were good, right? Oh, they're awesome. Man. And BlackRock is like their, I don't know, um, their financial thug. Oh, nice. That goes around and makes sure that, you know, people are following the, the ESG guidelines uh -huh. through threat of, you know, financial ruin. Did BlackRock subcontract, like, um, mercenaries and assassins as well? Was that part of them as well? That's I think that's Blackwater. Oh, okay. No, yeah, sounds good. I'm not sure. No, that totally makes sense. But uh, remember the, when putting black in front of something was like cool and edgy? Yeah. Now it actually just means you're the bad guys. Yeah. It's crazy how that works. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those were the good old days. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the good old days. Um. Yeah. So that's 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 what that's you know that's the hubbub around Ukraine right now. Yeah. Good stuff, you know. Totally legit. Totally legit. Everything's okay. It's super great that we've spent hundred billion dollars yeah, there, man. or more. Um, I mean, because there's definitely not homeless on the you, street. Yeah, did you you, you yeah. saw a primetime yes. uh, Stein going around interviewing homeless? people? Yeah, it's like it's totally cool. I mean, there's there's no homeless people uh, on the streets. I, I like that guy a lot. I do. Here's the deal. I love Alex Stein ninety nine. I just. That's another conversation for another time. I, I won't besmirch uh, 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 the blaze on the on the, com the, the 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 talk today. Okay? okay, that's not the focus of my ire. But I do love Alex Stein ninety nine. I love that he invaded Barstool a couple weeks ago. That was hilarious. I love uh, that he's, he he's, he's got think about he's it. He's got guts. He simultaneously he actually destroyed AOC. Think about it. Oh yeah, he ended AOC. 
Have you heard anything from AOC since the Big Booty Latina? No. He ended it. No. He literally ended see, her. I did see on Twitter somebody, he tweeted a picture with the caption saying, stop sending this to me. I'm already in enough trouble as it is or whatever. And it's a picture of her talking to Matt Gates mm-hmm. in the the, cha- the, the house yep. chamber or whatever. Yep. And she's sitting on like the pew, you know? Oh, so you can see him, and then it's a, and then somebody photoshopped him pointing <laughs> at it with like a big smile on his face. But, but think about he knew he neutered her. Yeah, he literally neutered her. Mm-hmm. So, but but that's what's funny to me about him is the Bible says, "Answer a fool according to his folly." We don't take that serious. Mm. We never take that serious. Because we'll read other passages like don't entertain a fool, right? You, you don't entertain a fool. Totally makes sense. But answer a fool according to his folly. That literally means you troll them, okay? You troll the fool. You troll fools in their own foolishness, and they will literally – they'll evaporate. Mm-hmm. And he is a he is a literal manifestation of that. Yeah, for sure. Like the only way he's to He's the combat, embodiment of it. He's, yeah. he's trolling a fool – um, incarnate. You know what's funny is Batman never actually keeps the streets of Gotham safe. You ever think about that? Yeah. Batman never does it. But you know who everybody fears and everybody's worried about? The Joker. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So I'm not saying, and again, I'm, me throwing out a, a, well, an obvious okay. DC reference, reference. You know what I mean? I, I would challenge that okay. slightly. Okay. Batman does keep the streets of Gotham safe because sure. he's the only one equipped to handle. It's the it's yeah. actually the state, it's the city of Gotham that doesn't keep up, yeah. the the citizens of Gotham safe because they can't they aren't equipped yep. to deal with these people who keep breaking out of jail sure. or you know uh, Bell Reeve or whatever. It oh is. yeah, 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 it's true. That's true. Well, we get, we're getting DC on this. Mar- <laughs> Marvel's dead to me as I have Marvel stuff on my oh, yeah. wall right now. I, I'm, I'm like too. Marvel, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on Marvel. I'm still going to keep up with like the movies and stuff. Yes. But like on my own pace, I'm not dying to get to the theater to see them unless nope. it's something particularly great looking. I mean, the actors aren't excited about it. Batista just ripped Marvel. Freaking Thor just ripped Marvel the other Thor day. Thor did too? Yeah. He said he would never work with Taiwa Kiti or whatever his name is. Really? He, he literally said, I'm not going to do – he's like, I hope that I get to do Thor again, but I hope it's not with a up-and-coming um, – what did he what did he call Taiwa Titi? Titi, I keep – I just keep saying Titi, sorry. Taika Waititi. <laughs> Taika Waititi, he's like, yeah, probably don't want to work with an up-and-coming um, – Something director. He basically said, I'm never working with that guy ever again. Interesting. Because he's destroyed Thor. Yeah. Because he has. I mean, yes, no. Definitely. But the thing is, like, Ragnarok was really good. It was. But you can only do that once. No, for sure. Well, that's the thing. Thor's story this whole time, and we're, we're going deep in the pop culture because... You know, because we're the two kings and we do whatever we want. Neil. <laughs> Neil. But um, uh, the the, the, the storyline of Thor is Thor is constantly finding himself. Always. Just constantly. Always. Always because Thor, in the beginning, was too masculine. Yeah. Now, it was funny because his, he, he, he was – his masculinity was expressing itself in a – 
countercultural way. He was expressing himself in very Viking, you know, Asgardian ways, you know, drinking that, that bottle of whatever and then throwing it in the floor and asking for another. You know, that was hilarious. Uh, I need more Cause beer. Because it's, it's not I need a horse. the way we do things. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing. there was nothing wrong with his masculinity. No. But, you know, in today's world, there's everything wrong with his masculinity. You know, that's why you need a Jane Foster who's dying of cancer to show Thor the right way to be Thor. Yeah. You were all wrapped up in that. Yeah. (laughs) Be careful. Um, No, but, yeah, so, yeah, but my my, my point is this. I got off on a fun tangent with that, but, um, yeah, I, I think to combat stupid... You, you kind of have to become it. You you have to answer a fool according to his folly. Yeah. Give them tomfoolery and watch them fall apart. For example, let me – this should lead us into our topic pretty well. You ready for it? Right on. Let's go. Okay. Let me ask you the unanswerable question. You ready for it? What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? They surrender. They yield. They surrender. Correct. Good job. Clark Kent. All-Star Superman. All-Star Suit. Yes! See? That's the second DC. Two DCs. Okay. I love the DC one-shots. Like the the standalone side retellings. So good. They've always been pretty darn good. So Superman answers the unanswerable question. What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? He says, they surrender. They yield. Now, here's the thing about that answer. Somebody wins in that exchange. Who wins? The immovable object. Yeah. Because they both yield. But the immovable object never moved. Yeah. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's re- so he, it, didn't re- it didn't really yield. It didn't yield. The unstoppable force is the only one that has to yield. Now, to answer Because it doesn't stop until it yields. Exactly. Which brings me to the current state of affairs in political America right now. With a very small, slim majority, the Republicans have, quote-unquote, <laughs> I say this loosely, taken the House. For months now, Mr. McCarthy himself, Kevin McCarthy, has been doing his darndest to express that he wants to be the speaker and that he should, in fact, be the person. Which is interesting because what's the difference between Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell or any other of the uni party people on the Democratic side? Not a whole lot. I would say Jack S., which is nothing. I think he's the same guy, same dude. How was he on January 6th? He, he packages himself differently. He does, sure. But that's about He's on about Fox it. a lot. Yeah, that's he's on about Fox it. a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, uh, Susie Q out there in the middle of uh, middle of America watches Fox News smoking her Paul Malls. I hate to steal that from Steve Dace, but smoking her Paul Malls and say, "Yeah, them Democrats suck," right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't say that because I knew a few people like that growing up, which is funny. Democrats suck. Okay, cool. But really, what's the policy difference between him and a Mitch McConnell or a Nancy okay. Pelosi or any Democrat or a you know shifty shift or a. What's uh? What, what's the who's the minority leader of the house for the Democrats? Um, the old guy, the really creepy old guy. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, minority leader in the Senate side, Democrats. You know what I'm talking about? There will be a fury if you take away abortion. Oh, freaking! What is his name? I'm gonna have to look that up. Anyways, 
What's the difference between them? What's the difference? There is none. There is none. They okay, cool. All so, lead us down the same path. So, if I'm, some may call patriots, some may call conservative, some may call ultra MAGA. Um, but I, you know what? I don't think we're. I, go ahead. Side note: I don't think we're ultra MAGA even. No. Because ultra MAGA seems to be what Marjorie Taylor Greene is right now. Yep. And that ultra MAGA is Trump. Whatever Trump says. Yep. I'm not that. Nope. Uh, when Trump's right, he's right. And when he's wrong, he's wrong. Right yep. now? Wrong-o. <laughs> so, so if that's what being ultra MAGA is, then I'm not ultra MAGA. Yep. I am for making America great again. But that's that. it doesn't look like Kevin McCarthy, I'll tell you that. No, not at all. Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer is the oh, yeah. Schumer God. Pelosi. I can't stand Schumer. No, no, he's a dude. But the person in all of Congress that I can't stand the most is Adam Schiff. Yeah. He, not only is he an egregious liar and just a terrible person for what you've seen, uh-huh. you know, him trying to, you know, bully Twitter into yep. you know, doing, but his tiny mouth mm-hmm. infuriates me. Yeah. I look at his face and my it, my 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 punching hand starts twitching. I look at him in um, my breasts fill with milk, and I get really sensitive, and my testosterone levels go way down when I see him. I just he just sucks yeah. all the testosterone out of the interesting the room. You know what I mean? Interesting because it's just it, um, yeah. It's I hard. I'm I'm filled with a blind rage. Um, yeah. Flames, <laughs> flames, flames on the side of my face. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, so which is the reason why Congress has like a thirteen percent approval rating. They're like the, the they're the most hated politicians of politicians. Yeah, because they don't they stand only for the destruction of America yeah. and the enrichment of themselves. Yeah, they do nothing, barring a few. Mm-hmm. And it's like. As a small government-minded person, as a liberty-minded person, them doing nothing is a good thing. But they're not not they're not doing nothing. They're they're ceding their appropriate power to um, letter agencies, making all kinds of laws without any representation yep. for us from us, um, and 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 just. They're destroying their their own institution for their own benefit, yep. and destroying America at the same time yeah. for their own benefit. Which I've always laughed when people said, "Well, at least they're gridlocked and they won't be able to do anything." They're doing stuff all the time. How's a military industrial complex since this quote unquote gridlock? They seem to get richer every single year, which is interesting. And we always seem to get into a war. Except it's for not Trump real gridlock. It's not. It's, it's one it's, party. Yeah, exactly, exactly what it wants to do. They're playing the theater of some such and such a bill, yeah. but meanwhile they've been writing all kinds. Of, they've been writing all kinds of legislation in their rules committee, mm-hmm. you in know. Secret, in the in dark. Se- yes, and they've been passing it on the sly, mm-hmm. and the, but then they feed the big one to have their theater around mm-hmm. to the the news media, and the news media laps it up, uh-huh. and and but. And all the while, while that's while that supposed gridlock is going on, you know the 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 EPA and the you know the Department of Energy or whoever is writing all kinds of regulations. Yeah, strange. 
you know, and 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 then and and whatever cons- concessions that are made after they get out of the gridlock, you know, gives the EPA, um, I don't know, you know, ten thousand uh, assault rifles. Why does the EPA need assault rifles again? It's a good question. You know, it's crap like that. This is this is just, it's every day with this stuff. Yeah. So, long story short, what is the difference between any of these people? There's none. Yeah. They're all the same. So, based on the last two elections, do you think Americans are cool with the status quo? Mm, well. Let's let's go back. Yeah. To, well, let's go back three elections. Okay. 2016. Definitely not. America voted for a Hollywood star. <laughs> think about that. True. The following year, <laughs> the most... Definitely not rigged election of all time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, bullcrap. They revoted for that Hollywood yeah. star. Yeah. Long story, they did revote for that star because they didn't want the same crap that happened before. Mm-hmm. This last election, I won't even call it rigged because obviously where freedom, reign, freedom reigns, it still reigns. Which I, by the way, love the fact that Ron DeSantis here in the state of Florida doesn't call it the great state of Florida. He calls it the free state of Florida. Yes. I've enjoyed Which I meant to say, you know, a.k.a. the free state of, the Florida, free state of Florida, the Rube Empire. Amen. But uh, I just said Florida. But so it there, felt wrong. <laughs> there, there are bastions of freedom in this country. And then you've got weird in-between places where Republicans have either moved out of there and moved to Florida because we just got redder. Or they're just like well, – why am I going to vote for a mealy mouth, lukewarm Republican? Why would I even get excited to come out and vote for that? Why would I do that? Meh, I'm good. Mim and Oz? <laughs> Min, Min, Oz. Think about that. Oz. Your Republican choice was a literal vegetable or Oz. Yeah. And then, and then, I'm really excited to go vote for that. Yeah. And if you don't know who Dr. Oz is. He's a TV show doctor who was brought to prominence by Oprah. (laughs) This guy ain't. He ain't a Republican. He ain't one of us. Uh, Not at all. So, who works So, do you think he's a no? No. See, now you said he ain't a Republican, and I know that was just a slip. He actually is. He's a Republican. Republican. Take it back. You're right. He ain't a conservative. He's not a conservative. You're correct. Now, with that being said, and that's that's really the thrust of everything that we're talking about. True. The pulse of America is they're fed up with all of it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're fed up with all of it, do you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again? Do you think that the people want that to happen? No, they don't. Not a chance. But are the people insane enough to keep doing? I mean, Mitch McConnell won his election, his re-election. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky people aren't smart. I've never – listen – Thank you for bluegrass, and thank you for bourbon, and thank you for the whiskeys, but you guys keep voting for this. So I don't share – like, again, we've talked about that before. I share nothing in common with the people of Kentucky. I I just don't. I mean, cool. You root for the Bengals too. I mean, that's cool, but – Well, what's funny about Kentucky is that they are also the people who vote in Rand Paul. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on? It's a great question. It's a great question. But, like – the the other the other side of it is that what we don't what we don't really think about in America is 
the sheer size of America. Yeah, it's huge. We are literally when when we're called you know the United States of America. What that means is there's 50 countries that make up one country. We're Europe. Yeah, we are. Imagine if Europe was one. Actual, exactly. Can't imagine it's the EU. So like EU in you have Kentucky's probably the size of a Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and so it makes sense that Germany's the size that it is, and it has. People of all stripes, yep. you know, you can't you can't lump a German into you know one idea. Sure, I mean, no. except for Nazism. Just kidding. <laughs> sorry, sorry, just kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, and and there's also you know I mean there's a European way about all Europeans, but just like Americans, exactly. But that's kind of going away anyways. But it's okay. yeah, all that's true. So it, it does make sense that Kentucky, because Kentucky is the size of a country. Yep. All of our states are the size of a country. Yep. You know, we're a country of countries. And that's the way we need to l- keep looking at things. That's why it's the free state of Florida. Orlando's population is the exact same size of Iceland. Jeez. Think about that. Just the city. The city. The city population is the exact same population of the little island of Iceland. Just throw that out there, just for perspective. Mm-hmm. So, to your point, yes, that you can have amazingly somehow Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell coming out of the same state blows you away. But mm-hmm. then again, you can have a Kevin McCarthy and a uh, um, what's her face, uh, fake boobs, um, Bobert. No, uh, <laughs> they all have um, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, God. coming out of the same state. I'm not thinking about her boobs, man. I can't stop now because of that <laughs> horrific picture. It's horrible. The, the, the bathing suit. And, and imagine doing all that only for your husband to get hammered by another guy. <laughs> no, no, he was the one hammering. What? I don't even. I don't, it's getting too Sodom Same difference. Here. Same yeah, difference. Same. It's, it's getting too Sodom and Gomorrah in here. But anyways, my point is this: Do you think in the climate that America's in right now that they want the same thing? Do you think that they want Republicans the way they are? Because if, here's the thing. Here, here's the beautiful thing. If this should have been a red wave, right? This should have been the red wave, and it wasn't. You well, know why? We, it, it should have been the red tsunami. It should have been the red tsunami. I've argued that it, it was a wave in, in many Florida. Ways. Definitely in Florida. Um, I mean, we did win majority in the House. Mm-hmm. So, But it was a typical. The thing about it was it was typical. Yes. When it shouldn't have been. When it, it shouldn't, shouldn't have been. It should have been atypically humongous. It should have been And then massive. instead it was just typical, so it feels like, meh, we didn't do anything. So, But that's the thing. In a meh environment, do you think they want more meh? No, I don't. Like, let's think about this. How's Hollywood doing right now? Terrible, it's actually. very meh. How's Disney doing right now? <laughs> meh. How, I would say worse than meh. How are any entertainment... Any form of entertainment outside of the NFL, how are they doing? Meh. They're meh all across the board. People are not. It, There's it, only one industry that I can think of. What's up? The wrestling industry. <laughs> the wrestling but industry is. AEW gets is, the same ratings every single week. It never changes. Well, no, I understand that. Yeah. But they're very high ratings. For cable, yes. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, not, not, like, the, not like the good old days, like uh, the Attitude Era, though, man. Well, okay. I've just busted chops. The attitude era, the attitude totally era was a special difference. It was special. It was special. It was special. Now, but, but what's happening now is special. It's just a, it's kind of a, it's a, 
it's spread across mm-hmm. multiple yeah. um, wrestling companies. Yep. Which is why the you know the ratings are high, but they're not. You know, they're not singularly they're not, focused. Yeah, they're not. You know, they don't keep rising like a hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's just so much out there. It would be impossible for there to do that anyway. It's a how's, wrestling renaissance. That's all I'm saying. How's streaming doing? How's how's, well, how's I, Disney doing? I, everybody's pouring money into streaming, but I don't know if it's are they yielding profit? Yeah, exactly. I don't think they are. I saw another stat. How many middle budget movies are being made in Hollywood right now? Middle budget. Middle budget. Between fifteen to seventy-five million dollar budget movies. A lot, I'd say. None. Really? None. They're either indie darlings that are under fifteen, yeah, fifteen oh, okay. million, okay. or they're big yeah. budget blockbusters. 15, I didn't. Sorry, fifteen million to seventy-five million dollar. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Movies. I didn't count. The low part didn't calculate oh, into good, my calculations. But none right now. Interesting. Because they. Because here's the problem. They don't make enough money for studios for them to give up that much money. So what's interesting Mm. right now is in this country, we either want to see results or we don't want to be a part of it. That is the the environment of America right now. I either want Trump wrecking politically or I don't want to be involved in it whatsoever. That is the literal climate of our country. So That's an interesting take. Because like – and I think in politics that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I think in the business world that's not good. It's not good at all. But because that's like nobody's. It's not that I, if we're wrecking and I don't want to be a part of it. It's I'm unwilling to take risks at all. And that's why they're they're forecasting a calamity in 2023. The housing market is about to crash. It's already falling. Okay, business is not doing that hot. What about here in Florida? Is that equivalent? It's down 30 percent. Okay, but we're not seeing it in the hot spots like Orlando. You don't see that here in Orlando. You don't see that in Miami. All the all the libs are leaving California, New York to move to Miami. So Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville, no. get out, <laughs> stay out. But like the little the, libs. the little towns, you know, it, it's starting to come down with the rest of. Now, my point is this, okay? Because we as Americans have tasted blood and actually have seen some form of change in little things in politics, we're not cool with the status quo. We're not cool with people faking that they're against each other and then turning around and starting another new war, new proxy war. Okay, So it, it, it's literally – I hate to keep using Marvel, but after Endgame, after the Trump phenomenon with the first three years, people don't give a rat's butt about Shang-Chi, and that's literally what the Biden administration is. That's what politics are right now. Politics are Black Widow, Shang-Chi, uh, and the Eternals. I mean, it, probably more like the Eternals right now. Yeah, People are not about it. The Shang- Shang-Chi was actually okay. one of the better movies okay. of this next phase. But it got lumped in with a bunch of other crap. You can't do George Bush and Barack Obama in this environment anymore. You can't give people platitudes and then accept it anymore. Now, if you're actually in your district as a House representative, which you should be, you would know and sense that all mm-hmm. over. You would know what the pulse is of America. Yeah. America is only coming out for Top Gun. We're not coming out for woke bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Sorry. America is still going to the Disney parks, but we're not buying your streaming service. Think about that. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, we, we we and why is that? Because the park is still what it's, Disney used to be. 
It's the excellence. It's the only excellent part left of the company. Yep. Uh, that and uh, the Disney Cruise Line. Yep. But, the, but, even, but, uh, but everything, everything that they're producing, though, is, is garbage. Nobody wants it. It sucks. It sucks. The last good one was Encanto. Mm-hmm. That was it. But that's my point. People are only getting committed to what they know is going to be excellent. So when you offer more Shang-Chi and Eternals, eventually somebody's going to stop and say, this is stupid, and it's mm-hmm. got to stop. And that's literally what's happening in the House of Representatives right now. Back to my original analogy, okay? What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? They surrender. What's happening right now is you've got 20 liberty-minded individuals, really good people, good politicians, people that we would agree with, probably 90% of their politics and so on and so forth, Mm -hmm. that have essentially said, listen, we're Republicans, but we're not voting for Kevin McCarthy because it will be the same bullcrap that we did before. I don't want to go out and watch Shane Chi again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out and watch The Eternals. I'm over it. I'm done. Let's change Shang Chi to uh, to She Hulk. <laughs> That's so bad. I I, <laughs> I, I I haven't seen a single episode. Because I, I would go watch Shang Chi again. And I think you would too. The the problem is I've tried to watch it again and I'd only make it to oh I've seen the it. abomination. I've already it. seen it a couple of times. I've seen it once all the way through. That's it. Okay, I've seen it a couple of times. I enjoyed it. It's but meh. Whatever. It's meh. I don't think it's meh. It's 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 like Eternals. I almost didn't finish. But Eternals. it is. Well, I almost didn't finish it. I haven't even seen Eternals yet. <laughs> don't even waste your time. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch it eventually. <laughs> but <clears throat> but uh, sh- the problem with Shang Chi is j- the problem with any er, st- you know origin story. You know, it's always that's the the worst movie of the series it because. Is. It's so much build up to getting to except for Batman Begins. Just gonna throw that out there. Well, Batman Begins. Batman Begins was awesome with uh, with uh, Rachel Gould. Yeah, just saying. Batman Begins is well. Batman Begins is actually the first time we've had an origin story for Batman. Sure, but even then, it's not the best of the series. It's not. It's not. It's still, the, and so, the, so what I'm saying is, origin stories can be good movies, can be. but they won't be the best of the series true. because true. of the, all the buildup it takes. I'm with you now. All the all the uh, um, the training. Yeah, you gotta have the training. Gotta have a montage. Montage. That's montage. the word. I, the word that was coming into my head was mirage, and I'm like, that's not the montage. Right word. No, I got you, bro. <laughs> I love it. South Park used to make fun of that. Oh, yeah. Manta, even Rocky had a Manta. Anyways, <laughs> so we, we've come to a place where we're very meh. And the House of Representatives is supposed to be the one branch of government that's closest to us. Yeah. Now, most Americans are fed up with all of it. They're, they're done with it. They're done with the GOP. We, how long have we been officially done with the GOP? For a long time now. Yeah, for sure. Let's get real. I mean – I'm at the point where it's like I don't care unless it's DeSantis on the ballot at this point because I'm over it. I'm just like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Trump announces, and how excited did we get with that when Trump announced that he was running for president? Not at all. And we've been to a Trump rally. Yeah, and it was great. It was so much fun. It's great. Voted for. I voted for Trump twice. Okay. I voted for him the second time. But guess what? But then Iron Man three. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care, bro. You threw you threw your best pitches. 
No offense. I didn't like Iron Man 3. I'm like the only person that didn't like it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, cool. Like, it's time for some younger blood. But do you think the American popu- the American population wants the Eternals again? Not a chance. So if you're a smart politician, you do what Ron DeSantis is doing super well in Florida, which is listen to the people. And here's what's cool about being a politician that people forget about, especially on the right. Do they have power? Yes or no? Do do do, pe- do, do politicians, politicians have power politi- in general? Yeah, given to them by, by the, people. the people. Yes, we so in a Republican in a, in a in a republic, uh, a democratic republic, vote for you to exercise your power. That's what we want you to do for policies, for changes, for defending our borders all the way across. Yes, we entrusted. Ron DeSantis with that power. Based based on what he told us he was going to based do. Based on what he told us he was going to do. And he did it. You know, he pissed me off for six weeks with the lockdown bullcrap. <laughs> and I gave him guff. Me and most of Floridians gave him guff. Yep. Like, wait a minute, wait, you're going to try to lock down Florida man? <laughs> Very funny. Mm-hmm. And he came around. And then he's like, wait a minute. Doing what the people want us to do is actually a good thing. And you know what he kept doing? He just kept doing it over and over and over again. And he went from a slim win four years ago to a nearly 20-point <laughs> victory. He's definitely running for president, by the way. Did you see his his speech? No, but I saw little bits of it. Bro, it was decked out. Literally, it looked like you were looking at the next president. You were like, oh, oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's the guy. Uh, Glenn Beck said that uh, his wife is, you know, like – Jackie O returns, you know. From Troy, Ohio, by the way. That's where she's from? My people. That's, nice. that's my hometown. I, I mean, greatness comes out of Troy, Ohio sometimes. Wh- whoever leaves Troy, Ohio is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just it say take, it. it takes greatness to leave it, Troy, Ohio. It, it takes greatness to leave. If you leave, you're going to be great. If you <laughs> stay, meh. You know, it is what it is. So, But long story short, if I'm somebody like Matt Gates, and I'm like – Wait a minute. I'm from Florida. My people don't want to play the Republican bullcrap game at all. If I'm Byron Donalds, who from is from the great state of Florida, I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) I don't want to do what these idiot Republicans are doing because my constituency actually will hold me to the – they'll actually not vote for me, (laughs) right, if I don't do what's right. And with these two at the helm – of course, with other people from other states and so on and so forth, but actually patriot-minded people, instead of just giving the House speakership to Kevin McCarthy, they have flipped him the bird. Uh, we're on eight times now, mm-hmm. where it should be – what does he need, two, 218 votes to get in? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have the votes. No, he doesn't. The yeah. first time – what was and the the first vote count? He lost uh, 10. He didn't have 10 of the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Then it grew to 14. At 15, now it's over 20 people. Well, he, like, he, he, well he made a – well, there, so there's two things going on. Mm-hmm. It's not just so – some, some of you might be like, it's ridiculous that they're, you know, that they, like they're just going to sit there and, you know, I don't want McCarthy, so I'm not – you know. Yeah. Well, that, that's not actually what they're saying. Mm-hmm. They're saying we don't want McCarthy or we'll take McCarthy with – 
certain things in place. Now, to be fair, very Matt, important thing. Matt Gates said, "Why would people who voted for us to drain the swamp vote for the biggest alligator?" Yeah, exactly. Now, to be fair, but but they but but like Chip Roy, you've mentioned, mm-hmm. said, you know, will we will vote for him if he gives us a series of points. You know, these, these these particular things that we want, if we don't have them, then we're not voting for him. Listen, I'm looking at you with a blank stare because I'm shocked that politicians we voted for are actually using their power. Yeah. What? That doesn't happen on the Republican that, side of things to, because to quote, yeah. it's a uniparty. To quote the prophet Stone Cold Steve Austin, what? <laughs> what? Exactly. What? The other thing about it is, um, what was I going to say? Dang it. I had a second point. I, I got you with the Stone Cold. That's what it was. Yeah, it was Stone Cold. No, but So let's think about this. We actually have people that we voted for, Florida re- House re- representatives, becoming immovable objects. And they're people that are pissed off right now, especially the Republican establishment. Well, they're really mad like – Oh, this looks bad for the Republican Party. How? How? Because we don't look unified. We never have been. But we're supposed to look unified like Shut. the Democrats. We're Shut supposed to be like them. Up. So when people say this, you know what I immediately think about? You know what I immediately think about? The the Israelites who are like, well, we, we need a king like everybody else. <laughs> we need exactly. a king. We, we need to be like the other nations. And God, God himself is saying, like, trust me, you don't, you don't. want a king. I've, I'm your king, and that's all you need. You don't want it. I'm going to give it to you, but you don't want it. We're literally at that place in America so right now. Stupid. We are at that place. This looks bad. No, actually, it looks, it looks great for the Republican Party because it's it shows people that there actually is a Republican Party that cares about principles. The only people you, that actually- Gigantic turd monger. The only people that think this looks bad are establishment Republicans. The doy. That's it. That's it. Do you think independents are like, wait a minute, we have a choice besides the uniparty? You think that they're pissed about this? Yeah. Like you got here's the problem. If you if you follow anybody like so I, I try to listen to both sides of the argument. I want to hear both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. So I listen to guys like Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore, who is a progressive, will kill your baby at a moment's notice because that's what they do, uh, will literally uh, suck on the you-know-whats of any gay person that's out there because he's about that life as a progressive, literally is applauding what's happening with the Republicans right now. Almost like, oh my gosh, he even caught himself on a show today. He was like, I actually admire what they're doing because we should have done this to Nancy Pelosi in the other way. He's like, but – None of our people had the balls to do it, which is funny because he wanted the squad to do it, and none of them have balls because they're all girls. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> but here's what's funny is he's admiring what's happening because guess what? There is a uniparty in America. There is no two-party system. We, we need to actually have an alternative. This is the first time Americans, other than the Trump vote, are seeing an alternative. Mm-hmm. They're seeing it in Ron DeSantis in Florida. Like, oh shoot, that's awesome! No wonder so many people are moving to Florida. They're seeing it right now with Matt Gates and party and Byron Donaldson saying, "Yeah, piss off. We're not doing this." 
unless you give us concessions that allow us to further our agenda of what we're trying to do for our delegates, we're not going to give you the votes that you want. Piss off. Yep. That's called an immovable object. You know what's funny is they keep getting stronger each day. And what's funny is the people that mo- the more mad people are getting at them, the more emboldened they're getting. Well, that's a, that's the thing. McCarthy and his ilk have are basically to the point of yelling at them, you know, okay. fall in line. Well, they were yesterday. Mm-hmm. Fall in line or else. Or else what? Or else what? You know, suck my balls. <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> Um, that, 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 oh my gosh, that would, if I was in Congress, that would entrench me so deep. I don't care if I'm the only one. Cause here, here's what's missing in the equation. We have feminized America so much that we think, we think that if you yell hard enough, everybody will fall in line. But here's the, what's funny. We just survived the biggest sigh up of all time. Mm-hmm. In COVID hysteria, COVID propaganda, there was still a remnant in America. There was 15% of us that gave the big double-fisted middle finger to the people that told us comply or die. Remember, they told us that we, yeah, were, we, gonna, we evil, were evil. We were evil. We demonic. We hated grandma. We were going to kill everybody. We didn't believe in science. We were vaccine deniers. They, they, they tried um, to take our jobs they told from us, us. They told us we were going to have a winter of... Like of unprecedented death. death. They tried to take away our jobs. They tried to take our employment. They tried to take away our freedom. They tried to keep us in. Uh, they tried to uh, lock us down with mandates. They tried to lock us down in Florida. But what's funny is they still couldn't get 15% of Americans to comply. And you know what's funny is the harder they tried with COVID, the more entrenched people got. To the point now, which is funny, here's a fun statistic, 49% of Americans are finally doubting the vaccine and the efficacy mm. of the vaccine. And that includes people time. that actually and, and got And you the know shot. what that was? A remnant. Yeah. Because I, I love Dusty and we missed it. Dusty. Dusty got the first shot. He regrets it. Yep. And I'm saving. I'm going to save that juice for my final thought because I have a few people finally coming out of the closet. You know what I mean? Mm. But here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. People with balls, that masculine energy, that, uh, might I say, courage. Is that the word courage? Ever heard of the phrase courage under fire? Hmm. People with courage don't fold. You come at them hotter, they're just going to get entrenched deeper and deeper and deeper. And guess what happens? That unstoppable force, that unstoppable machine... Well, yeah, it was Submits. a mistake to come at. It was a mistake. The dumbest move you could do. To come after them like that. To send Patch McCain, as you like to call him, uh, to call them terrorists. Yeah. Think about <laughs> like, that. It's like, you, I don't know who the heck you think you are. Oh, yeah. But this is not the way you're going to convince me of anything. But, guys, I'm best friends with, with Crowder. And then, and then, I'm best friends with Crowder, guys. Yeah, but. Patch McCain is best friends with Crowder. But, yeah, keep going. Yeah, but. And then the two kings here sit back, and we love it. I love it. Love it, because we're the same way. I love it. Here's the thing about an unmovable object, or uh, unstoppable force, quote-unquote, okay? When I hear the phrase unstoppable force, I think of momentum. 
Okay. Momentum is pivotal in sports, right? But because with momentum, you can do some amazing things. You can win games. You can overturn things. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here's another thing. When you lose momentum in sporting events, guess what happens? It flips really fast. Very if fast. you watch any college football this week, you watched Ohio State have a massive lead against Georgia, the number one team in the country. They had all the momentum in the game. But the team, the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs, just kept coming. And you know what's funny is they won the game after being down three touchdowns. USC, big USC Trojans, piss on you. I hate you guys. Hate the Trojans. Hate them. I'll say that. Goes up against little Tulane, little tiny Tulane. Good old Nolans. They're up three touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. USC is? USC. Tiny little Tulane out of the American Conference. Beats them at the end. You can have all the momentum in the world. And to me, momentum is just front running. It's just, I've got the motivation. I've got the, I feel like everything's at my back. What happens when you get punched in the mouth? Mm. According to Mike Tyson... You lose – your plans go right out the window. Yeah, McCarthy had a plan. Schemers have plans. <laughs> they all have plans. <laughs> I was telling Charity the other day, our world is literally the dark night. Like everything is the dark night right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's I, really I, the dark night and dark night rises. 100%. It is literally – that's our world right now. Yeah. Charity laughed so hard because I gave her a couple examples. She's like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm like, yeah. But uh, I digress. But anyways – McCarthy had a plan. He was the guy. He was the shoe. He was the guy. He had all the momentum, right? Yep, he was glad news, glad handing all the oh, all yeah. the whole time. This from the from good. the end of the election all the way up until this vote. And guess what? Ten people said, "No, nah, I'm good." Wait, what? Shut up and listen. I grew to fourteen. Oh, you you better. Fifteen people. Oh, we'll get we'll get Sean Hannity to. Yeah. Talk some trash. And I, and I, I can make some concessions, I guess. No, it's 20. 20. Um, I can make more concessions? It's not the concessions we want to see. Listen. Maybe as, on the ninth vote? Yeah. We'll see how you do. As we speak right now, there have been eight votes, and he's been denied eight times. And this ain't the walls of Jericho, and you ain't got the ark in front of you, and you can't keep walking, and eventually it's going to fall. When you piss people off enough, and you give them meh long enough, eventually they're going to say, you know what? I don't need to go see She-Hulk. I'm good. Oh, because She-Hulk's the best analogy for this, right? The whole point of She-Hulk was, I guess the ending was toxic masculinity that's horrible, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. You're just a bad toxic male. Okay. Piss off. Yeah. How's the viewership on that show? It was it was also an attack on the 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 actual comic book fans. Yeah, the real people who the people care who, watch it. who care about these storylines, sure. and so they they did a you know a mm-hmm. uh, f- breaking fourth wall rewrite of the end story and still didn't get it right. And they did, and then the writers' room of all females let's goes out publicly and says, yeah, we did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. We did it on purpose to get you guys. Oh, my gosh, you were so trolled. Yep. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? I just wanted you to make interesting shows yep. with the characters that I loved from my childhood. I, I think it's interesting that God calls himself the Rock of Ages in Isaiah. 
Christ, the solid rock I stand. Christ says, oh, you listen to me. It's like a wise man building his house upon a rock. What's funny is on this rock, I will build my church and on this. And the yep. gates of hell will not prevail against it. You know why? Rocks are immovable. They don't move. It takes a tremendous amount of power to move that. And it's funny that our, our Lord and Savior describes himself as that because what's funny is these seemingly unstoppable forces never seem to be able to move the rock. They just can't do it. And what's funny is this, is if you are principled enough, you're going to lock in and nobody's moving you. I'll give you an example. How's the state of Afghanistan right now? Afghanistan has literally weathered two unstoppable powers. <laughs> one was the Soviet Union. The other one was America, which is scary because <laughs> Soviet Union lost and they disappeared really quickly. Now, here's what's interesting yep. to me. Was anybody – were we <laughs> – was the Taliban more technologically advanced than us? No. Were the goat herders at all able to assemble a force that could even contend with us in any form or fashion? Not not really. Who's N- not in a large organized threat kind of way. How many bombs did we drop on that place? Tons. Oh, tax money t- tax money well spent. Oh, supplied yeah. by the people that we're we're trying to kick out right now. But let's think about this. I and mean, we even had smart missiles that could, like, fly into the cave. I know. <laughs> and blow them up where they were. Okay. You know what's funny? They're still there. They're still there. Because here's still, the thing. still uh, painting their hair orange and their goat's hair orange. Don't talk about that. Don't have, yeah, no. Don't, don't you, they're not ready for that. They're not ready for that. That don't was a really good episode. <laughs> They ain't ready for that kid, Hard Giants. Um, <laughs> Water Creatures, really good podcast. Uh, anyways, John on the Hill. But anyways, uh, my, what, did I just give them a plug? Sure now, did. here's the thing. When you are principled and you have a shred of testicular fortitude, I'm going to quote mankind, yes, <laughs> a shred of it, you're not going to be moved at all. You can cry. You can whine. You can shame. You can do whatever you want to. At the end of the day, that principled masculine force is not going anywhere. And I pray, I pray that Matt Gates and I pray that, uh, you know, Byron Donaldson, I pray that these guys just stand tall and keep fighting. And I hope they delay this as long as humanly possible. I hope that they make it so uncomfortable that uh, Kevin McCarthy just leaves the weapons and leaves Afghanistan. I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because here's the thing. Courage will always trump momentum. Always. Because momentum's fleeting. It will go away. Courage just gets stronger in fire. And what we're seeing right now is exactly what the American people want. Because here's the deal. This moment, this flashpoint has exposed a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. It's exposed the Marjorie Taylor Greens as the QAnon psychopath that she actually is, but that's another story for another time. But she's very – she's been Trump, 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 Trump. Yeah, she's, 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 she's on Trump. She's on Kevin McCarthy's side purely because – and she, she – okay, to her credit, she does get it right a lot. Mm-hmm. She does. She does, but just like Trump got it right a lot, but not I patch because McCain. we're the same person. I patch McCain got it right. At the beginning, yeah. So did uh, uh, what's his, what's his nuts? It's on Fox News. Uh, the South Carolina guy, um, 
Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. He got it right. Great speeches. Jim Jordan gets it right all the time. Mm-hmm. What actually happens? Still waiting. So, yeah. Keep going. But but ultimately, she's she's there. She's she's not a conservative. Nope. She's a Trumpian. She's a Trumper. And Trumpians, Trumps, sometimes does conservative things. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes he, you know, allows states to lock down and <laughs> promotes vaccines that are, to this day, more dangerous than the disease that they're supposed to be preventing. And won't recant it, by the way. Yes, and won't recant it. And the other point that was interesting is he blamed the last election on the fact of abortion. Yeah. The thing that he literally orchestrated to fall in America, he now blames the loss of... Well, because some people, some people were, you know, not allowing, they were trying to push laws that weren't, that, um... They just focused too much on the abortion It wouldn't allow for rape and incest. I know. They just, they just focus too much on the abortion thing. Yeah, on the, you know, murder of babies. And you're shocked why we're not on the Trump train anymore. The strong one's not on the Trump train. Like, you know... <laughs> The last couple of, when 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 Trump has lost the strong one, the the early adapter to this craziness, yes, who is not an early adapter, no, you're in trouble. So Trump's been exposed to this because Trump called for McCarthy to be the speaker. Yes, the guy who demonized him, McCarthy demonized Trump, said that Trump was the reason for January sixth, and Trump's calling for him now, and Trump's going to drain the swamp while endorsing the swamp. Yeah, he's well, he's lost the plot. He had something for four years, yeah. for three years. He had something. Yep. And then he's he's lost it. You alluded to it earlier. I patch McCain, which we've all been joking about. Uh, which, by the way, <laughs> again, that's another person that uh, uh, what's his face is destroyed. Um, Alex Side ninety nine. He's done a great job of destroying him as well. For sure. But I mean, we all kind of knew that. But you know, Latterworth Crowder's buddy. Uh, you know, I patch McCain. Called you and I terrorists. Yeah. Called us enemies of America. Because, because of what's going on with this McCarthy debate. Because I don't want to vote for Mitch McConnell in the House. Think about that. Think about that. And most of those people are from Florida, by the way, that are standing up against this. I just want to note that as well, by the way. Now, they're idiots from Florida like the Ocala girl who, <laughs> after the six votes, still nominated McCarthy. From Ocala, by the way. Her name is... Uh, Kim something. She sucks. Feel bad for the people of Ocala. Sorry you you voted for essentially Liz Cheney, but that's another story for another time. But let's think this through. Another person that got exposed was the mainstream media. Fox News is pissing their pants right now. They can't handle this. Wait, wait a minute. This is supposed to be a smooth transition to McCarthy because we have him on TV all the time. Yeah. He's supposed to be the guy we're going to talk to. We're the ones who tell conservatives what to think. Yeah. Sean and sure, sure, you know, Tucker doesn't think like us and is the highest rated show, but... And actually makes fun of us. But... Makes fun of Fox on Fox, which is... But that's, that's, that's just a moneymaker for us. Mm-hmm. We are the thought leaders. Well, actually, you're not. I'm going to think for myself, buddy. Yep. I'm going to think for myself. And Sean Hannity... <laughs> like, Sean Hannity literally thought he was Rush Limbaugh. Think about that. He was the number two show. Do you think Rush Limbaugh? Here's a question. Do you think Rush Limbaugh would do what Hannity does? Do you think Rush would do this stuff? 
I don't think so, no. Not, I don't think at all Rush would do this. I don't think Rush – Rush was a super Republican guy. Yes. But I don't think he was in the tank for them. Like if they went no. astray, he'd call them out on that yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. You know what he I mean? He was a super Republican guy because he wanted the Republican Party to be the principled yeah. party. Yeah. Not because it was called the Republican Party. Exactly. You know? And Hannity, I've called him a sycophant many times for Trump, but he is. He's just the guy who wants to be cool with whoever wins the Republican Party. That's it. Yeah. And, 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 and it's like he goes on and was it Bo, who who did he re, he he got into it with um, who's the chick that is with McCarthy on this they're doing a really good job but he basically rips he's like oh this is ridiculous just just vote for McCarthy he sounds just like Rachel Maddow the entire time of the session which is hilarious but exposes these people exposes the eye patch McCain's the Marjorie Taylor Greens the Donald Trumps the Hannitys the frauds they're frauds now to Trump's credit. Has Trump done a lot of good things? Yes, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. But I said this to my wife. This was the context of The Dark Knight. You either die as the hero or live long enough to become the villain. And that's literally what our boy Trump has become. Yeah. You either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Mm-hmm. See, it so what's, what is Trump's problem? He just wants to win. And it's about him now. It's not about us. Exactly. It's about him. He, he, I got he fancies himself kingmaker. Yep. And honestly, we we on the show had called for him to just be the kingmaker. That was that. when we thought the, the the kings that he would make would actually be like him on and on our side. Well, we thought that he had actually become principled as conservative, but really his principles have always been himself. You know what I mean? Now, mm. has that benefited us? Absolutely. Yes. There's a lot of good things that came from Trump, and I'm not besmirching him, but I respect him enough as the man that he used to be <laughs> to acknowledge the fact that he's fallen from he grace. Yeah, he ain't that man. He ain't that man anymore. You, you lost your fastball. It's literally, you know, Nathan coming to, da- to, to, to David and saying, you are that guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're it. And that's what he's become. And that's what's sad about this entire situation. Not, it's not even sad, actually. It's actually joyous because we know who's real and who's not. Yes. Because I said it before the show, I think Matt Gates is a slimy sob. He's slimy, man. He's too smooth. He's too smooth. The people that I know that actually know him as a real person love him. Okay, like one of the guys that uh, I'm really tight with, Tomo. Um, I forget his last name right now because eluding me. Has been to his fundraisers, been to his parties, all that good stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Said he's a stand-up guy, legit dude. Same thing. Same thing about Ron DeSantis. I've heard. One bad thing about Ron DeSantis, and it was just about the abortion stuff. Okay? Mm. But he's done a good job on that here in Florida, right? Yeah. It bothers me when people are too too smooth, too good at what they do. Well, because the track record of, of politicians that are too smooth is not good. Yeah, 100%. And, and, you they, know? and they try to come at him with that fake bull crap about the – allegations or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. which to me set up the red flag like, oh, he's actually a threat. They only come after threats, by the way. Just yeah. remember that. He gets through that because he was being extorted, literally extorted for stuff that wasn't true. And now, Well, okay, there's two, there's two reasons to come after a person. You're a threat or this is politically convenient for whatever it is that we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
So like in the middle of a Me Too movement, they'll 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 throw their smaller guy, their own guy, just to just mm-hmm. to keep the movement to to throw some logs on the fire. Yep. You know. But uh, but nine times out of ten, it's because you're a threat, mm-hmm. especially when you're have an R on your name. So, to Gates's credit, he's articulated exactly what normal conservative Americans have been thinking forever. And basically saying, piss off, we voted for Trump to drain the swamp. He did a good job for three years, and then he just let the son of a bee flood immediately, okay? Mm -hmm. We want somebody that will finish the job. Yep. I love what's happening right now in the House. For all the people, the detractors that are like, oh, this looks bad for the Republican Party. No, it doesn't. You are going to reform an actual party even if it's the minority party that can combat the uniparty. Because eventually you're going to pull in actual liberals. They may be progressives that want to kill babies, but hopefully we put in safeguards to not kill babies. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, for people who are like, oh, that's pie in the sky. You literally thought Roe versus Way would never fall. Mm-hmm. And it did. You know why? Because God's in control. In the Louisiana- United States of America was pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. It was. We're going up against the greatest superpower the world had ever seen. Yep. The largest empire ever. And here's the thing. I I used to be a pre-mill Baptist. I'm totally not anymore. I'm very post-mill. I'm I'm coming out more and more (laughs) slowly. I've I've, I've hidden under the veneer of a pan-millennialist. It'll it'll all pan out. I'm becoming more post-mill. Just seeing more and more things in, in, in view of history and in the biblical sense. But... In the state of Louisiana, you have to actually prove ID to look at pornography at this point. Did you see that? That's wonderful. Louisiana. New Orleans. Louisiana. Yeah. No no one would say that uh, um, New Orleans is a... Uh, it ain't no Christian bastion. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very um, puritanical city, that New Orleans. It's the only blue part of the south is louisiana they love them some sex okay in louisiana you can't view pornography without id online in louisiana now well now they're now here's the deal how do they get this legislation through it's because one you you, because of child sex trafficking which is you know child porn and all that good stuff like that should never ever even be online right shouldn't be anywhere but how how good is it for generations of males that have to go through that extra hoop to to, 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 to not do this stuff? It's going to destroy their marriages and destroy what's going on. Yeah. I'm for it. 100%. Like, let's go. I never thought that would happen in Louisiana, but it ha- it's happening right now. That's I never great. thought Roe versus Wade would go away, and it's happening right now. No one ever thought that Florida would be a red state, and it is right now. Yeah, Nobody I mean, ever thought that somebody would flip the middle finger to Disney and tell them to piss off, and it's been done. Okay, yeah. no, nobody, nobody's actually seen an actual. And Disney would have nothing to, to say about it. Yeah. They would have, like, what what is their retaliation? None. Crap. They're like, because again, you're attacking the golden goose. There's only one thing that makes money in Disney right now. It's the parks. That's it. If you try to go on a turf war <laughs> with the state of Florida. Over the one thing that you get, because you can't pick up and move the park. You can't do it. It's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to move to California. Well, 
California locks down every two seconds. So you're not making money there. Everybody moves to Florida. This is the most visited place on the planet, Orlando, Florida. But anyways, but um, I, I'm seeing things happen that you never thought could happen. We're seeing an actual challenge to the system right now before our eyes. We saw Donald Trump come in and beat Hillary Clinton. Think about that. We have seen things positively move. Now, are they to our satisfaction? No. Nothing ever will be. Nothing will ever be perfect, right? Not till Christ comes. Not till Christ comes. Amen. But think about how much momentum has happened without any legacy Republican help. Yeah. With Democrats breathing down your necks demonically. The Democratic, the demons of over the Democratic Party. Yep. The height of the spirit of the age. Yep. Wreaking havoc in our culture. These things are happening. 100%. Which brings me to a final thought. My final well, okay, thought. Okay, so what's a, what's a point of action that people can take? So we will have a, I'd say right now it's strongly and, and, um, relentlessly voice your support for what's happening yep. in the House of Representatives. Yep. You know? Um, if you can write your, you know, write or call your, uh, your representative and tell them to get on that train, Yep. you know, um, th there should be 50 people now, yep. you know? Um, so that's, that's one point of action that you can take. Remember all they have is legacy media. That's it. That's all they have. Yeah. It's all they have is legacy media. Nobody gives a rat's butt about legacy media. Okay. Yeah. You got to voice your opinion. You got to tell people what it's all about. You got to just say what it is. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm not that person that's going to be like, oh, social media. Everybody wants to demonize social media, but guess what? It is the public forum and public square. I've seen, listen, I've witnessed to more people about Jesus Christ through freaking social media than I have ever done in the streets. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I hate to, I hate to, 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 to say that, but guess what? Paul. Paul's pulpit was uh, was the Acropolis, not the Acropolis. Where was the it? Areopagus. The Areopagus. Our Areopagus in twenty twenty three is social media. Yeah. And if you're silent on this stuff, all this stuff, and I'm not just talking about politics. I'm talking about Jesus, obviously. We didn't talk about Jesus. Posting Bible verses, talking about Jesus Christ, talking about your politics in light of the fact that Jesus is King, is what's going to move the needle. Because guess what? 85% of you out there got the jab, that first round of the jab. 49% of you regret it now. Because of people like us, the 15%, the remnant that literally got shadow banned, demonized, hated on for just being a voice of reason. You've got people. Our YouTube channel was cut off because we were yeah, doing know, that right? stuff. Right? Got kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> and like, we're better for it. Yeah. You have a remnant of people actually sticking it to the machine. Keep pushing it. Yes. Neo is the hero for a reason in the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, You love the underdog. You love the people that fight against the machine. Act like it. Yep. That's an actionable thing. Talk about these things. Does that mean you bring up politics at every dinner table? No. But at some point. But maybe. May, maybe if it comes across, right? Yep. But at some point, <laughs> I was talking to a tranny at my work about normies when it came to COVID. Okay? 
A treaty. Think about that. Yes. Now he'll never listen to this podcast and never hear this, and I'm not besmirching him, and it is a him. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, okay? But even the mentally ill <laughs> will talk about rational things because this world has gone insane. Everybody knows it. Yep. You wouldn't think about it if you listened to Sean Hannity and Rachel Maddow, but guess what? Normal people, normal people can recognize the insanity. Go ahead. Sorry about that. But yeah, that's, that was my part of the action. Yeah, before. for sure. Yeah. We're, let's, let's put our money, let's put it, just our conversations where our mouth is. Yep. You know? Um, Show some courage, man. Yeah, man. Show some courage. Come behind these people who are showing courage and give them your support and try to rally others to them, you know, from, you know, who are actually in a position to do something. And yep. that would be the other representatives in your districts. Yep. Um, what, uh, what's, what, what should we be praying about this week? Oh, uh, resolve. I think resolve for the house. I think you should pray for the people in the house that actually have the resolve to say no. Okay. Yes. Pray for the resolve. And not only that, but pray for the hearts, for the people who lack courage that are finally finding it when they're seeing other people being mm -hmm. movable. That they would have some form of enlightenment. Okay? To, to like, like, pray for courage in this country. Have the courage to do the right thing. And it's not easy. Courage is not an easy thing. We like, romanticize Courage, the yeah. The... the, 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 the the main idea is that to be courageous means you have no fear. And that is not I, – no. I, I tell my daughters this all the time. It's not having no fear. It's doing what you need to do despite being afraid. Yep. Courage. Pray for courage for your personal life, for – you know, it, and it starts at home. We talk about this all the time. 100%. Right? It starts inside of your heart. What's your relationship with Christ Jesus? Have the courage – have the courage, it's, Jordan Peterson, to actually accept the truth that you know that's true, that Jesus Christ is king. And you know when the king of the universe is on your side, because really you're on his side, yep. it's a lot easier to be courageous. There's still fear, yeah. but it's a lot easier to when you know yep. that you're on the right side, which is going to be part of my final yep. thought. But, Listen, uh, yeah. have courage. Have courage at home. Have courage with your wife. Have courage to speak the truth to your wife. This is a crazy one. Be able to tell your wife no. <laughs> oh, snap! A lot of people don't have that nowadays. That's demonized because we worship women. Because that's another idol, but that's another story for another time. Have courage in little things. If things are going the wrong direction, say no. If your kids are going the wrong direction, say no. If your kids need to hear what the truth is, preach to them. I, I, <laughs> You know, you know who you should be telling the gospel to the most? Your kids. Your kids. Every freaking day, it should be beat into their brain. You're indoctrinating your kids. No S. Sherlock. I am absolutely indoctrinating my kids. I want my kids to serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and be in heaven and be with, with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords for eternity. It starts there. Do that with your friends. Have courage with your friends. Have courage to disagree with them. <laughs> I've courage to tell them stop being Peter Pan on certain things. Okay, have the courage. I'm not I'm not trying to make it personal, but there's things going on, right? Have the courage. Have the courage to say things to your family, the right things. 
and have the courage for yourself to do the right things and take it when you're doing the wrong thing. When I'm being an idiot, I got to have the courage to say, yeah, I'm wrong. I need to be better. Like It starts small. We are never going to tell you it's trickle-down economics. It's not. It never starts from the top. The top's corrupt. It's busted. We have to have a bottom-up approach just like Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ started from a manger, and now he reigns as king. It starts from the bottom. It works up. It always goes that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start with a plant and it goes down to the seed. It's it the start- seed and starts goes up. Yep, Sorry. and the, the water for that seed is prayer Yep. in the Bible. Amen. Amen. So be praying for courage. Be praying for um, for these men who are standing up. Yep. And that others would join, and that um, and that real change would be, you know, implemented. Yep. Um, okay. So final thoughts. Final thought. Uh, here's what's funny it, to me is this. So. I've been told, you know, as a, I got saved in the Baptist church, very premillennial rapture left behind. Okay, cool. Sweet. Hmm. Never saw it in my Bible, but you know, I just trusted the people in front of me and, and, and trust me, there's people that will hear this that are premillennial and they still believe it and so on and so forth. Cool. I keep reading my Bible and I keep seeing the opposite. I keep seeing that every single nation will be, <laughs> Uh, will will literally submit to the Lord Jesus Christ. The last enemy be like uh, will be death. Um, Revelation talks about this often. Um, your disciples, the the ones that you learn from, literally believe that Jesus Christ was King. He was ruling over things, and when He comes back, it's with a kingdom that's conquered. Um, I, I fully believe that now in my heart and in my soul, biblically. I do not think the world is God's Vietnam. Sorry. I actually don't think things are getting worse. Uh, that's going to sound shocking, especially on this show, because we talk about a lot of the bad things and try to expose the bad things, not because we're whining and bitching and complaining about the situation that we're in, but just bringing light to the evil so that it, it it's like sun, sun uh, sunshine, right? <laughs> it's a great disinfectant. When you bring truth to things, there's disinfectants. How many podcasts were there 10 years ago? Think about it. How many podcasts are there now? A lot. Because people are starting to talk about the things that are happening around us. Let me give you an example. How many people, <laughs> Christ's ministry, how, how many Christians were there at the manger, by the way? How many Christians were at the manger? Two, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> that was it. That was it. How many, of there are, how many Christians are there now? Reportedly, two billion on the planet. It's grown a lot. We've mm-hmm. moved the needle a lot. Oh, things are worse than they ever were before. We didn't live in Roman times. Yeah, pedophilia was a normal thing. It wasn't demonized in the Roman culture. Slavery was a regular part of the Roman culture. Paganism on another level. Now we still have it in different forms. Mm-hmm. But let's get real. How many people are saying hell bail now at this point? Hail Moloch. Now, they still worship him in other ways, but you're not openly doing that anymore. And even the pagan religions have to kind of bend the knee a little bit Abrahamically, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. The Muslims still have to regard Abraham because they know it's true. The Mormons still have to kind of use the word Jesus to kind of get in the door, Latter-day Saints, because they know it's true. No, they just don't worship it. 
<laughs> right? Like, like Christ is taking over every single day. And I keep trying to tell people this because they're like, oh, we lived in a Christian nation back in the 50s and blah, 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 blah. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I think it's gotten infinite. Like, how many world wars have you been through, Mr. Whaley? How many world wars? Zero. Generations before us went through two. Okay? Now, are things perfect? No. A billion people since 1970 have been aborted from the planet. A billion. It's evil. It's demonic. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. But let's get real with ourselves. Is slavery still in this country? How are race relations in this country? I mean, you're a Jew and I'm a black guy. We're we're doing a podcast together right now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I love you, brother. I love you. (laughs) He's a yee fan. He's a yee fan. Okay, but anyways, think about that. That just disappeared in the ether, by the way, too. You notice that? Yeah. All that outrage gone. Just gone. It's weird. Just great. It's crazy. Weird. Yeah. Now, that being said... I truly think the fact that a nation founded on God existing is proof that Christ is taking over. I believe that. Even as corrupt and as evil as D.C. has become, it will become something else. I see it moving already in Florida. The atmosphere here is completely different than everywhere else in the country. It just is. I think that there is a renaissance of people that are seeking the truth, and atheism is not filling the gap. Secularism is not filling the gap. Mm-hmm. Do you want proof? Give you, I'll give you some proof. Right here, right now. I am a Bengals fan, big time Bengals fan. Who day, who day, who day they're going to beat them Bengals? Bengals are the number three seed in the NFL right now. The Buffalo Bills are the number two seed. Monday Night Football this Monday was the, the two, I think it was the two most winningest teams that I've ever met in a Monday Night Football game. Everybody's watching this thing. Monday Night Football is the show. People watch that. It's the number one thing that is watched in America is Monday Night Football. Me and my wife are sitting there watching the game. Bengals go up 7 nothing. Bills come down, kick three. Bengals get the ball, and they start moving it beautifully because Joe Burr is that good. Okay? He is that dude. All right? And we would have whooped the Bills. I don't care what anybody says. Okay? <laughs> but on a particular play, a safety tackles T. Higgins. His name is DeMar Hamlin. Okay? Routine hit, not a big deal. Nobody would watch that hit and think, oh my gosh, that was a devastating hit and blow. Goes down, stands up, and then magically has one of those brought to you by Pfizer falls. Okay? Brought to you by Pfizer. Okay? 24-year-old. Immediately, the, the NPCs are like, oh, that, it's not the vaccine, I promise. It's not the fact that we made all these people get vaccines. It's 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 not the myocarditis. It's it's not the heart stuff. I mean, it's they're not. they're literally saying that on the broadcast. On the broadcast, immediately, like minutes after it happened, immediately are saying that. Weird. I wonder why. It's because forty nine percent of Americans now are starting to realize and starting to regret the decision to get the vaccine because now they're seeing what's weird. There are people more sick now. People are dying more. It's strange that excess death is up everywhere. Excess death is up two years or a year after the vaccine, which is weird, which shouldn't happen because the vaccine was supposed to be safe and effective and take care of us. But another interesting stat that has been popping out and people have been talking about, you know, the people with courage online that have been been saying this over the last 38 years of professional sports, we've only had a thousand people 
have cardiac issues or cardiac arrest on an athletic athletic field. But about 1,100 athletes in the last 38 years before 2021. In the last two years, 2021 and 2022, we've had 1,500 cardiac events for professional athletes. Strange. We've had more professional athletes in two years have cardiac arrest, myocarditis, heart attacks, and deaths in the last two years. We've had more than the last 38 years combined. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. You're a strength and conditioning coach, or you happen to You happen to do that at three different universities. Yes, yes. Professional athletes do a lot of cardio, right? They tend to do a lot of cardio. It's kind of crazy how healthy they are. Especially the so, heart. And it's called cardio because it trains the cardiovascular, cardiovascular system. system. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the cardiovascular system does include the heart? It does include the heart, yes. So they really should have really healthy hearts. You would think that. But some huh. weird element has happened in the last two years that's causing soccer players to just drop dead all of a sudden. Causing hockey players to just kind of fall. You know what it is? What? Sudden death. Sudden death? Sudden death syndrome. Sads, yeah. Yeah. I heard it was climate change, but... Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. Oh. You know, it, it, it could be the sads, it could be the climate change, but there's a larger group of Americans that are starting to think, maybe it has something to do with these vaccines. Because there's all these sudden deaths all of a sudden for young people and it's always a heart issue and it's strange why do you hate science (laughs) right but what's funny is on the broadcast with damar you know hamlin is as he goes down immediately they're addressing that as quickly as humanly possible like no no it's it's this uh what was the coup i don't know commodia coitus it's commodia coitus commodia coitus and i had a few people online say that to me oh it's clearly commodia coitus i'm like oh yeah yeah, sure sure Hmm. okay cool it's possible. It's, it's definitely possible. Very possible. It doesn't take a strong hit. It's just about yeah. the perfect timing of the hit. 100%. But it's interesting that this happens on prime time in the biggest event <coughs> of the week. And most of America sees it. And people, 49% of Americans, are starting to think, mm, there's something to this vaccine making all these young people drop and die. And that was a pretty gentle hit. That wasn't anything crazy. Not something that would completely, you know, force somebody to have CPR to have their heart stop. But they had to address it because it's in the air tonight, as they say. Mm. And people are starting to realize, like, man, this... I can feel it <laughs> coming in the air tonight. Now, as the mainstream media, because this is an ESPN broadcast, this is a subsidiary of Disney, freaks out to try to make sure that uh, we don't piss off Big Pharma and we address the fact this definitely is not that. On the same network... There was a prayer done specifically to Christ Jesus on national television to pray for this athlete that he doesn't die. If you haven't heard it, it's an extremely sincere, extremely reverent, real prayer. Like, for, for, like, for real prayer. Like one we would hear in church. Or one that we would do in our homes. Almost better than ones we hear in church sometimes. It's crazy. Well, you know, those secret sensitive churches, you know. <laughs> Give me health and wealth, Jesus. No, I mean, no, it was an actual prayer. 
online, everybody seemed to there, – there wasn't an atheist online at all this week. It was weird. Huh. Nobody uh, spitting um, vitriol against the no. uselessness of thoughts and prayers? Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. You know, thoughts and prayers are bad for a shooting, but for a professional athlete – who happens to fall down and 49% of us think it's probably because of that jab we made him get, all of a sudden we're praying to Yahweh, we're praying to Yeshua immediately in the Holy Spirit. Think about that. If that's not a sign that Jesus is king, I don't know what else is. Gideon, you have too many people. That's all that is happening here. Jesus keeps winning. Who's the Christian figure at ESPN? Think about that. Who's the Christian figure at any professional athlete at this point? They ran off Tim Tebow. There's there's nobody else that's really talking about Jesus. Um, the there's that one. There's that one dude, but he may not even be playing anymore. Who? I can't remember his name. That's how important he is. You don't even know his name. There. Well, there's there is that Isaac's guy in the NBA. Yeah, but they ran him off. Oh, so they ran him, they yeah, ran him well, off. Well, he, he didn't get the jab. He didn't so. get the jab, and he talked about Jesus. That's yeah. so strange. Um, gosh. NBA is killing it right now. Tons of people watching the NBA right now. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, what's his name? But I think he he may not be even playing anymore, so yeah. I, I'm not up to date with who's on the current roster. Sports ball's kind of lost yeah. its meaning to me other than football, so I, I, I'm with you. But my point is this. You had on a Disney – on a Disney program, a Disney that absolutely hates God, by the way, praying to Christ Jesus for healing, not to your ancestor, monkey, science, Big Bang, whatever crap they believe, hmm. not to Allah, not to Joseph Smith, not to, who do the Jehovah's Witnesses pray to? Who do they pray to? I don't know. I don't even Jehovah. know. Jehovah, Jehovah's Witness. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, not to the Pope, not to Mary, no. to Jesus Christ. Question for you. Yeah. Did they cut the feed? No, they let it run. No, they didn't like Oh, man, we lost the connection no, to No, they didn't studio. pull CNN, which was crazy. That's, that's huh. crazy. Because it probably would look really bad and obvious if you do that, but that's another story for another time. But, they, but I you, mean, that's what happens all the time. <laughs> Because, listen, I hear it all the time. And you're right. It does look bad and obvious. Uh, Yeah. Weird. Anyway, go. (laughs) But I didn't see too many atheists. No. It's so weird. Didn't see anybody on the screen who was like, "Mm, what is this guy doing? For all the the, the, Baptist preachers, and I'll I'll pick on my own church that are like, oh, this this nation's just falling apart and horrible and blah, 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 blah. And, And those things can be true. We are a waning power for sure. But does Jesus ever wane? Uh, no. He wins. He wins. This is this is not he his does not Vietnam. Wane. And he, he wins his way. Because here's what's funny is they thought Messiah was going to come as a warrior and beat the Romans, right? Yeah. But he went further. Yeah. He beat sin and death. He beat sin and death. Beat Satan. He took the keys of hell and death. Yeah. Is that isn't that. A greater victory than beating the Romans? No, man, because, you know... The, the... Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jinx! Jinx! Dang it! Can't talk now, guys. See you later! <laughs> well, no, that's but, a punch. Yeah, no. 
But no, but, but my point is this. Jesus wins. Do you think Jesus knew that magic, this magic myocarditis is going to pop up in this athlete at this moment in the game, in the beginning of a game, which everybody pays attention to, and Monday night was going to happen? Do you think Jesus knew that the natural response to a beloved figure, a beloved person in trouble would be a posture of prayer? Did you hear about his charity? Yeah. So he had the, he he he's he's not he's not a big name. He's not a big name. Nope. So he's not like pulling in the millions. Nope. But he wanted to give back to his community, so he started a charity. It was in 2020 they were trying to raise $2500 to just, you know, give toys to kids. Yep. Um <laughs> overnight. Literally overnight. By Tuesday, this was mon- it happened Monday night. By Tuesday, they'd raised four million dollars. Crazy, four million. And and to me, that's that's the generosity of the American people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're that is American exceptionalism. Hundred percent. But is it American exceptionalism or is it fallen Christ? Exactly. That's the whole deal. The whole deal of American exceptionalism is Christian principles. Christian principles. So my point is this. It is amazing. It's an old trope, but it's true. How many atheists are in a foxhole? None. When death is on the line, magically you find your soul. Well, Well, Romans 1 would contest that you always knew that you had a soul. You always knew who God was. You always knew... What, how this was going to end, that you needed Christ Jesus. There is not a single person without excuse. The Bible is incredibly clear about that. Christ is winning. You may not see it, but it's happening. I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it on social media that you demonize right now where people are reaching out to find out more about Jesus Christ. When you talk about Jesus, people want to know about Jesus. It's really simple. And you don't have to be perfect. I am one of the dumbest... Most annoying <laughs> SOB on the planet, okay? My New Year resolution was from the words of Ric Flair, I'm going to be more obnoxious. I'm going to be more. <laughs> Do you see that post I sent you? I'm going to be more obnoxious, and you're going to learn to love it, okay? <laughs> but guess what? I've witnessed to more people in my life over the last three years doing this podcast and talking about Jesus on social media than I have ever done in real life. Have I done it in real life? Yes, but not on this level. Because here's the thing. America desperately, they they think it's political, they think it's economic, they think it's whatever. America desperately wants a spiritual revival. They want truth. They want Jesus Christ. They want meaning. This is why the suicide rate is insane in America right now. Because they are trying to find, (laughs) they're trying to find meaning and all the stuff that's meaningless. And the remnant that are around are like, dude, well, I'm not going to do that. I can't rely on the Republicans. I used to be able to rely on them. Can't do that anymore. Can't rely on those Democrats. I can't rely on uh, uh, sports ball. I can't rely on my job. I can't rely on the housing market. I can't rely on myself. Who can I run to? There is one person you can run to, and that's Jesus Christ. And when life is on the line, guess who you're going to go to? The source of life. Well, there's a verse. There's only one name under heaven given among men by which we can be saved. Yep. 
Um, can I jump in with my final thought? Well, that, that's, my, that's, my, that's my final thought. Just it is amazing how spiritual one and specifically where those prayers went to America got when they watched a sports ball player fall down because of the jab. Just want to yep. throw that out there. And so uh, my comes alongside my final thought comes alongside yours in that take courage dear christian because we have the advantage so i i just had this real it was just like a deeper understanding of the state of things you know as we deal with these people who you know like the the whole crt movement and all you know the woke ideology is is it's so centered around self right and our whole culture is centered around self everybody's about self-help and self-improvement um, self-improvement and and uh, uh self-love you gotta self-love you know? yourself. yeah you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta self-love yourself mm-hmm. if you want to self-love anybody you know or something like that some garbage like that and 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 then but then all you see is this hatred for each other you know this division right well when you are the center of your world then you are the arbiter of good and evil are you not Mm -hmm. and so you can't possibly be evil (laughs) you're good you're a good person and so what you think is obviously good and so when somebody disagrees with you they're obviously evil, Nazis. are they not? Nazis. Are they not? Right wing extremists. Exactly. Super they disagree with me. That's. I mean, I'm good, so they gotta be evil. Yep. But we, as Christians, have the different way, the better way, the transcendent way. The way. Because yes, the, the way. <laughs> exactly. Because. We're, our our ideology, our perspective on life, our worldview, our the lens through which we view everything, is centered on Christ. Yep. It's not our own, and He He told us what was right and wrong. Yep. So that's why we can sit there and go, "No, I don't care what you feel. This is right, yep. and this is wrong." So he told us what's right and wrong, and then he showed us what living a good life is, being a good person is. And it ain't us. So we, our point of reference is transcendent. We have a transcendent point of view. Yeah, but you're just being self-righteous. No. no. <laughs> Not at That's all. the whole point. My righteousness comes from Christ. Yep. In other words, I'm not righteous, but Christ is, yes. and because He is, and I am His, and I'm a child of God, I'm in Christ. His righteousness, I get to share in that. Yep. I don't. It doesn't. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. I'm. I'm. I'm saved by grace. That's it. That's it. Yep. I, I didn't do anything. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. He did it all. I didn't. I couldn't. I needed him. There's only one name under heaven given among men.
by which we can be saved. That name is Jesus Christ. He is our point of reference. And through him, we understand what goodness is and how we fall short. And we know what right is and what right and wrong is because he told us what it is. It's called the Ten Commandments. And it goes deeper than just what you do. It's also what you think. And that's our message to the world. Hey, does it feel like the world has come unmoored? Like you don't even know what right and wrong is? I do. And not because I'm great, yep. but because God showed me. Amen. I can show I can show it to you. Come join us. Come join Sanity lives where we are. Yep. <laughs> you know? You can be tethered to the rock of ages Amen. instead of to the winds of this world. We have the superior message. We have the transcendent point of view. Amen. And that's my final thought. Like it. On that note, you've been watching or listening to, really. <laughs> you've been listening to the Kingsplaining Podcast, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we have a transcendent point of reference in Christ Jesus. Amen. You can find us on Twitter. Well, you can find me on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, yeah, that's, that's your work, bro. That's what? Your, no, hey, work. it's called the public square, and we need to be there. Uh, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's I, enjoy <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You can find us on Twitter. You can find uh, Uncle Ray Ray on Instagram, strong one, that's at true. strong one. Would am not being shadow bad, yes. Yes. And then, but most of all, come join us on kingsplaining.substack.com. Give us your email address so that we can send you the newsletter. You can be informed of when... Ray and I drop an article, or um, really an op-ed. It's all op-eds. It's op-eds, bro. We do op-eds, man. Yep. So uh, when we drop an op-ed, and when uh, the new so podcast episode ju- jumps up, you know, before even before Apple and Spotify and Google get wind of it, it's you'll true. know yep. because you'll get the newsletter. They're right. Anyway, uh, we will see you next week. Peace out. God bless. I like it when you call me Big Papa.